This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very good Monday morning to Marlins Nation. Thank you very much for aligning with uh, Steven Strom here. The Marlins sweep the Atlanta Braves. They beat the brakes off of them on Sunday afternoon, 16 16- to two. How about 36 runs over this weekend against Atlanta? They sweep the Braves for the first time since 2015. And for the recap, as always, here's your radio voice, the Miami Marlins. He's holding on for dear life. Get that man some tea, Kyle Seeloff. Well, an amazing weekend has come to an end here at Lone Depot Park, but this 2023 story for the Miami Marlins is far from being written. The Marlins just clobbered the Atlanta Braves 16 to 2 afternoon 16 to 2 excuse me this afternoon and in the process of doing so they swept them this weekend and the Marlins are now 78 and 72 this season. This is the 10th inning show with my partner Rod Allen. I'm Kyle Seeloff. And Rod big picture man what 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 can this three game sweep of the Braves do for this team moving forward? What an unbelievable weekend. Well, first of all to do it against the Braves and they were pretty much putting their everyday lineup out there every single day. Uh, was amazing. I mean, the fact that they were able to do that. Uh, Luzardo, he set the stage. There's no question about that uh, with what he was able to do for six innings, six strikeouts, seven strikeouts, and he didn't walk in. Well, he didn't give up any runs, so an outstanding job by Luzardo. He set the tone. Take what they just did this weekend and, and take me into the next two weeks. As a former player, what, 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 what can this do moving forward, and what does this team need to continue to do to put themselves in the best possible position to play in the postseason? This might have been, have been the biggest thing for them to sweep the Atlanta Braves, something that a lot of people have not been able to do this year. This is the best team in the world. There's no doubt about that. Everything is going to go through the Atlanta Braves. So for the Marlins to sweep them at home, it gives them a, a, a sense of, knowing that they can beat the best teams. They've already beaten Philly. They've already beaten the Dodgers. And now they've beaten the Braves. So they pretty much played with all the best teams in baseball this year. And they've beaten some of those teams uh, handedly. So I think that gives them a lot of confidence as they move forward uh, for the final stretch. And what's one thing and one or two things you're really going to keep your eye on here these next two weeks? All these three-game series with the Mets. I mean, the Mets kind of scared me. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, they've kind of... Had our number the last couple of years since I've been here. Buckshaw Walters not going to let them quit. They got the same players yeah. they had last year. Yeah. Uh, the first game of the series is going to be really, really important for us to win tomorrow. Rod, um, I know we won't work again this season, but I look forward to working with you for many years to come. You're a great broadcast partner. I appreciate the hell out of you, man. And uh, we'll do it again soon, and let's enjoy the rest of the season. This is going to be a fun ride. Same to you, fella. I'll see you. See you all this right. week. Sounds good, buddy. That's Rod Allen. I'm Kyle Seeloff. How about all the highlights after this full-throttling butt-whooping by the Marlins of the Atlanta Braves this afternoon? This was a matchup between Jesus Lazardo and Charlie Morton, and we were scoreless going to the bottom of the third inning this afternoon. But not until Nick Fortes singled, Luis Arai singled, Jorge Soler singled, and then it was Josh Bell's turn at the plate. Bases loaded, nobody out, bottom three, scoreless. The 0-1 pitch is swung on and hit. Out of line, right field, the base hit. Fortes will score. 
Everybody else will move up 90 feet. The Marlins lead 1-0 here in the bottom of the third. Real nice job by the Marlins. And that was just the beginning to a 16-run outburst for the Marlins this afternoon. Josh Bell's RBI single gave the Marlins a 1-0 lead. Last night, Jazz Chisholm Jr. hit a grand slam in the eighth inning. Could he do it again following Josh Bell here today? Morton comes set. The first pitch that Jazz is swung on and hit high and deep. Right center field. You got to be kidding me. Oh, my goodness. A grand slam for Jazz Chisholm Jr. His second in as many days. 5 nothing Miami here in the bottom of the third. Say what you say. It was a five-run, five-hit bottom of the third inning for the Marlins. We would fast forward to the fifth. The bases were loaded. Charlie Morton, there was nobody on and two out. Let me start right there. Then he walked three in a row, and then Garrett Hampson came to the plate. With, Four of them. With two outs, Chisholm walked, Berger walked, Sanchez walked. Is Garrett Hampson going to walk? He wouldn't walk another one, would he? Well, let's find out. This place just got really loud. The 3-2 pitch inside ball four. He walked him. It was a 6-0 game after five. Jesus Lazardo would work a scoreless sixth, and he tossed six shutout innings. He allowed four hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts this afternoon. Derek Rodriguez got the final out of the fifth. He remained in the ballgame in the sixth inning for the Atlanta Braves. Rodriguez in the sixth allowed a leadoff double to Nick Fortes, and then Luis Arise came stumbling to the plate for Miami. Here is Luis Arise after the leadoff double from Fortes. And the pitch is swung on in line into center field. And the base hit for Arise. Fortes is around third. He blows through a stop sign. A catch and a tag not in time. Darno loses the baseball. That's an RBI single for Luis Arise. The Marlins have a 7-0 lead. Nobody was going to stop Nick Fortes from scoring on that play. But don't you think the Marlins were done? The next man to bat off the injured list today was Jorge Soler. Derek Rodriguez pitching, and the 1-1 pitch is swung on and hit. High and deep left field. Come on, baby. Welcome back, Jorge Soler. A monstrous shot into the seats above the Marlins bullpen and left. Keep on pouring it on. Nine to nothing, Miami. Marlins would get another run in the sixth. They plated four runs on four hits in the sixth inning here this afternoon, and they had themselves a 10-0 lead after six. In the seventh, Rodriguez went back out there, and the Braves would allow four more runs. The big blow in the seventh inning was a three-run homer by Jake Berger off of Derek Rodriguez. The Marlins plating four more in the seventh. They had a 14-0 lead. The Marlins would get uh, allow two in the eighth, and that was Chichi Gonzalez pitching. Miami would get two more in the bottom of the eighth off of Nicky Lopez, a position player pitching for the Atlanta Braves. Jacob Stallings closed out the ninth pitching for Miami. And when it's all said and done, I do that. We'll skip some of the highlights because I'd really like to take a look at the box score from this ball game here today. An unbelievable effort by the Miami Marlins. They whoop the Atlanta Braves by a final score of 16-2. to And we'll have plenty of reaction from downstairs in the clubhouse. Coming up for you in just a little bit. But let's take, first take a look at the totals for Atlanta. Two runs, nine hits, an error, and 10 men left on base. For Miami today, 16 runs, 17 hits, no errors, and 10 men left on base. The winning pitcher is Jesus Lazardo. He's 10 and 9 this season. Charlie Morton, the loser, he got his butt kicked. He's 14 and 12. 
Total time of game, two hours and 54 minutes here at Lone Depot Park in front of 22,051 in attendance here today. Just a fabulous, fabulous victory for Miami and a sweep of the Braves. We'll see if they can keep it going tomorrow night against the New York Mets. But taking a look at how this whole thing transpired today, Luis Arise was 3-for-5 with a couple of RBIs. Jorge Soler in his return was 2-for-3 with a homer and a couple of RBIs. Josh Bell was 1-for-5 with a couple of runs scored. Jazz Chisholm went 1-for-2. Maybe most impressive today, how about the patience displayed by Jazz? He walked three times to Jazz Chisholm Jr. this afternoon in addition to that massive grand slam and the big blow in the third inning of this ball game, Jake Berger was two for five with a homer and three RBIs. Uh, let's see here. Nick Fortes, his first career four-hit game of the big leagues. Fortes goes four for five at the plate for the Marlins this afternoon. Again, the final score, Miami 16 and Atlanta 2 here today. And for the Marlins pitching staff this afternoon, they struck out nine and that means that $225 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative. Boy, they have been fabulous, and they've been a great partner of ours all season long. All right, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to Skip Schumacher get his reaction after the three-game sweep over the Braves. So this is uh, obviously not an easy team to sweep. What do you feel was the biggest key this weekend in being able to complete this sweep? Uh, I just think that multiple people, multiple players had really good games. It wasn't just, you know, one guy. Um, today I thought Zeus set the tone, um, giving us six innings. We were really light in the bullpen. I mean, really light. We had four guys available, and honestly two of them were probably emergency. So um, for, for him to give us six innings and then our offense just providing, um, you know, enough runs to give us cushion and, and him pitching with the lead, um, was huge. I thought the fifth inning, I think it was, where we had four straight walks also uh, was just our swing decisions this series were exceptional. Um, eight or nine walks, I think, two games in a row. Um, it just shows you that our you know our offense is clicking at the right time, which is great to see against, you know, Charlie Morton's good. Um, I face Charlie Morton. I mean, he's nasty. So um, the fact that, you know, we you know, put together those at-bats today was uh, was huge. I know you faced obviously some tough arms in Milwaukee, but like you said, facing some tough arms this weekend too. What do you feel like maybe made the difference offensively to get back on track? I don't know. I think baseball's just weird. I mean, it's, we scored five runs in four games over there, and we come with the Braves and uh, we scored thirty something runs. I mean, I, it doesn't make any sense, honestly. I, it, it, as soon as you think you got this thing figured out, and something else happens, so. Um, I think it's just we've talked about it, you know, forever uh, this whole year about the resiliency of this club. And, um, you know, they could have come in here hanging their heads and we just got our butt kicked in Milwaukee and here comes Atlanta. And, um, you know, and, and they put together three really good games. Um, you know, the back end bullpen was excellent. Uh, starting pitching today was excellent. And then obviously we had a bullpen game, you know, figured that part out. Um, everybody's just, you know, all in. And uh, we've been asking for that since day one, and um, and they've been doing it. What's it like to hear those guys celebrate like that right now? Yeah, they celebrate after every win. So I like I like every win because I hear that noise in the in the clubhouse. Um, yeah, it's an exciting time to be a part of this organization, um, to be in that clubhouse, and to be on this uh be where we're at in September. Um, it, it's it's pretty cool. And just to be able, after the first two games, had the scratch clock come back to be able to more or less have this line of, with the Braves, no leads ever safe, but be able to have a game from start to finish where you guys were in command. Yeah, I, I 
that you're right. No lead is ever safe. And I mean, I was even debating on whether I'm putting Stallings in there up 13 or whatever we were up 14. So um, it, that's just uh, credit to, you know, Snit and, and those guys over there and uh, the type of, you know, offense and team. And they, those guys aren't quitting over there either. They're still playing hard and Albies and Olsen are still in the game. Uh, 14 runs uh, down 14, still playing hard. Um, but it just shows you that, you know, we need to play to that style also, right? Where they, those guys play every single day, 600 plus at bats. Um, and I think, you know, our guys are getting to the point where, um, you know, they want to play every day. They want to produce. They want to get um, to this finish line, uh, have momentum uh, the next two weeks. And it feels like, uh, you know, they're, they're doing it and they're feeling it. And um, it was a really good home series. You mentioned momentum. How do you keep it going with the Mets coming in? Um, you just come in tomorrow the exact same way we came in today and yesterday and the day before. I, I don't change. I don't do like, you know, these peaks and valleys. Uh, yeah, I think you guys know me by now that, you know, we're all, you know, what what are we going to do to beat the team today? Um, and that's exactly the mindset that we're going to go in. Um, I think it'd be foolish to not think that they're going to give it. They're all against us and try to, you know, you know stop the momentum. Um Senga's a pretty good pitcher. I know that's who we got, and um, and they're playing really good baseball right now as well. So, um, you know, we I don't think we've ever taken any team lightly, and um, there's no way we're taking them lightly. It's going to be a fun series, and so yeah, we're just going to come tomorrow and and try to do the best we can and win the game. Going into yesterday, no grand slams in the season, then Jazz back to back days. See that, and then also again three walks. I think for him today as well. Again, like we talked about yesterday, just him finding himself and. Becoming that. Well, yeah, it's swing decisions. Again, you know, if you have good swing decisions and you put yourself in a really good position to have, you know, those type of at-bats um, and they come inside your strike zone, inside your kind of go zone, and, um, and you know, Jazz is dangerous inside the, that, uh, that kind of go zone that he has. And, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, he's one of the more talented players in the league. Um, when he's healthy – that's the stuff he does, right? He's he's got a really good eye at the plate. Um, he's playing a great center field. He's running the bases um, as good as ever, and his legs are finally healthy. Um, and you know you can see what he does in the middle of the order. It's like you don't have to be the cleanup hitter, even though you hit a grand slam, you can still bunt, do your play your game. Um, there's just because you're in the four hole doesn't mean you know you have to act like a you know, this RBI machine. Just keep playing your game. But um, he's provided a ton of offense uh, this homestand. Two did it feel not only to get Solaire back, but to see him reach base. Two good at bats that first, those first two plate appearances, and then to hit the big home run in the sixth. Just how good is? How much do you think he help helps his lineup given the fact that he's now? I, he, he's yeah, he's won a lot of games for us this year. Um, to, it it wasn't fun not putting his name in the lineup the last couple weeks. Um, He's worked really hard while he's been back, while we've been on the road, and he's been back here um, to get him back. Has been obviously a huge middle of the order piece that we have we haven't had, um, even though Bell and Berger provided a lot lately. Um, it's just nice to have another big bat in the lineup. Um, Solaire's loved in that clubhouse, so the fact you know when they saw his name in the lineup, everyone was pumped, and um, yeah, he had great at bats today. Just to get it. That kind of hitting performance from Nick, obviously behind the plate, he's been great this year, but just a bit of everything from him. Yeah, he's he's worked hard. I mean, the the kids had a he's had fourteen different batting stances. I feel like, um, and uh, every time I look up, he's got a new one. Um, 
but that means he's trying, right? And um, even, uh, you know, goes in the cage and he just like, give me something. And those guys, those, those hitting guys, they're not going to ever quit on anybody. Um, and so they're going to provide something. And at some point, something's going to click for him because he's too good of an athlete, you know, to hit, you know, 200, wherever he is hitting. And he's, uh, he's going to be a good hitter at this level. And again, you can wipe out the season the next two weeks, um, you know, are the most important weeks of a lot of those guys' lives right now in, the, in their career. Um, and so you can wipe it out. Let's see who's, you know, you know, can play on this stage. And, uh, and Nick had a really good game today. What worked for Lazar with the outside? I think it was the fourth inning when he loaded the bases, being able to hold that lineup down like he did. Uh, he was on the attack. Um, he had two walks, I think. He had two walks. Um, so he was, like we said at the beginning of the series, be on the attack. Don't let them get on base by via the walk. They're going to hit home runs. That's what they do. Um, but if we can make it a solo home run, that'd be, you know, that would give us our best chance. Um, but I thought the fastball at the top of the zone was super effective today. His changeup was good. Um, the slider, at times, he spiked it too hard. Um, so it was kind of ball out of hand. But when he got it right, it was an unhittable pitch. And um, so, yeah, that's why he, you know, his pitch count was, you know, in the 90s and six innings. And, you know, I'll take that every start. What's been your favorite thing about watching Luis Arise this season? Um, I will say, like, the, the work, he, just the work he puts in. I know the fans love the, the hits and three hits a game, it feels like, and the power lately and him smacking uh, John Jay and everybody else that's on the bench when he gets hits. Um, but he, the, it's the same energy no matter what. 0 for 4, 4 for 4. He is bringing it every day. He prepares as good as anybody I've ever seen in my career, including like a Pujols who was like the the most insane uh, guy uh, player I've ever seen prepare. Um, arises that guy like he wakes up and starts his his prep and um, and it it just feeds uh, into that clubhouse and all those guys are are. Uh, Love the love him just like we talked about Soler, and not because he's hitting three fifty. It's because of like what he provide everything else he provides, and he's out there at whatever it was eleven o'clock taking ground balls. And we are sixteen games in a row of a stretch, sixteen games in a row. Every single guy was taking ground balls, including Arias. Um, it, it's it's a the work ethic is uh, what we need around here, and uh, he is he has changed the culture. Jesus Lazardo bounced back in a big way after last week. He really struggled in Milwaukee. He shut down the Atlanta Braves. Six innings, four hits, no runs, eight punch outs. Let's hear what Lazardo had to say after his start. Jesus, you were able to hold a, a really potent Braves offense off the scoreboard. How were you able to do that today? I felt like we just, uh, me and Nick, had a good game plan going in, just attacking um, to my strengths and kind of just not, not leaning away from my strengths and going to, uh, to the hitter's weaknesses, just more, um, like I said, playing to my strengths, filling up the zone, uh, trying to use my off-speed stuff in the zone as well early in counts, and I feel like that helped me out today. Uh, bases load, and I think it was the fourth, just your approach pull R to be able to get out of that? Uh, I mean, my approach was really, I, you got to throw a strike. I think we were up 6 nothing at the time. Um, bases loaded, you got the nine hole up. Uh, great hitter, but you know you got Albies after him. Uh, just felt like I think I went 1-0 to him. Nick came out and we talked. Um, or I just hit Rosario, a ball that got away from me. So I, it was it was more of just getting back in the zone and attacking him with my stuff, um, rather than trying to kind of nitpick and, and pick corners. How eager were you to get back on the mound considering you know, the last time in Milwaukee? 
uh, extremely eager. Just uh, I felt like, I mean, I showed probably the worst uh, version of myself all year and uh, frustrating in the the race that we're in. So I wanted to get back out there and, um, you know, kind of um, put put the best uh, face I could for, for the team, you know, especially after two big wins. We want to go for the sweep. So speaking of the race, to be able to sweep the Braves, a team that had your guys number the last few years while you guys are in this spot, just what did that mean? And what do you think this series showed about the team as a whole? I mean, I think it just shows that, um, I mean, that obviously we're a great team. Well, we got pitching, we got hitting. We're um, offensively clicking extremely well right now. And I feel like it just shows that we have a lot of fight. Um, you know, the first two games, I felt like we came out hot. They came back and uh, kind of punched us in the mouth back, and we responded well. Um, I feel like teams, Marlins teams in the past, I could speak as a Marlins fan, uh, kind of would have rolled over at times. And I feel like this team um, just doesn't do that. We don't really roll over. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of fight, uh, whether it's offensively or defensively, pitching-wise, whatever it might be. Jesus, there were obviously some long innings for the offense, which I know you love to see because you're getting the run support, but what do you maybe try and focus on while you're in the dugout just, just to keep yourself warm and, and able to get back into a rhythm? Yeah, uh, I try not to watch um, offensively as much as possible. Not because I, I obviously love the long innings, but I try to just lock in as much as possible for, for my game plan. Um, but it was, yeah, like you said, I love those long innings for us. Just try to stay loose with whatever we can, whatever it might be, a weighted ball and just stretching out a little bit in between. But um, I, I'll take all the run support we can get. So uh, the longer innings are fine for me. You mentioned Nick earlier just what he's meant to your season so far and then just also see him have a nice day at the plate as well. Yeah, no, I mean, I can't uh, speak highly enough about Nick. Uh, just like the relationship that we've uh, had throughout the whole year, um, just him being a battery mate for me, uh, knowing you know, what kind of makes me click, um, knowing what to say when I get fast, uh, coming out, talking to me. He knows how to handle me. Um, and I feel like we work together really well. Um, I don't really feel like we ever have those those disconnects ever. Um, and I think that's important from a hitter and our catcher and pitcher uh, relationship. But uh, super happy to see him, you know, first four hit uh, hit of night of his career. Um, extremely talented behind the plate and as well as a hitter. So I'm, I'm happy to see him clicking. What does a game like this show you about yourself, especially knowing that you're pitching this deep into the season? I feel like uh, it just shows that, I mean, if you dig down deep, I know we can all do it. Um, I feel like everyone's tired. Uh, you know, September, um, I think most of us are at our career max in innings. Um, but, I mean, there's a bunch of guys in here that are willing to go out and get a dogfight against whoever it is. So uh, I think it's, it's important to have a clubhouse full of guys like that that are willing to go out there and put it out online for, for their team. Piggybacking off of that 30 starts this season, just, I know there's still a season left to play, but what does that number mean to you? Uh, I mean, it's it's huge. Um, at times I, in my career, uh, I felt like I'd never get there. Um, just frustrating ups and downs at the early part of my career, uh, just in terms of like health. And uh, I feel like I always try really hard to stay healthy, and, and I never figured out the, the kind of the equation. But uh, thankfully this year, I feel like we figured out something that uh, works for me. And, uh, you know, I kind of figured out what I need to do to stay healthy throughout the whole year. Jazz Chisholm Jr. hit another Grand Slam Sunday afternoon. He hit one on Saturday. He hits one again here on Sunday afternoon. Let's get his reaction. And it wasn't just the home runs, by the way. How about Jazz? Four RBIs, three walks for Jazz. Let's hear what he had to say after the win. Get the Grand Slam, give you guys the big cushion, and just to sweep this team in the way you guys did to close it out today. Just take a just 
what just this whole game? I mean, it was a great game. I mean, we played hard like we always do. And like I told you guys yesterday that we're here to fight, especially with the fans. They came and sold us out again today and came and showed us all the love that we had. And I mean, it was sick from like pitch one, making that play in the outfield, hearing them scream. It was sick. At what point did you know you had the second grand slam in as many days? Probably before I walked up to the play, I ain't gonna lie. It was in my head. It was definitely in my head. I mean, I don't know how many bases loaded at bats I've had this year, but I know today was like, I was really thinking really hard on it, but I wasn't trying to hit a homer. I just knew I can. And I just tried to touch it, and it just came off my bat. Probably my easiest swing of the year. Always great to sweep, um, oh, yeah. especially against these guys oh, yeah. at this point. Yeah. How does it feel? I mean, it feels great. I actually told Acuna and Ozuna about it before the first game. I told them, uh, no, this You're is true. Sir, you could ask them. You could ask them. I said, yo, you guys might win one, and it could be, it's going to be a close game, but we're going to blow you out twice. I told him that. Like, you know, it's competition between friends. So I told him that, and... He laughed about it. He was like, you know, we're the best. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but our, our team is here to fight. That's why I don't really care about what team we go up against because I know my team is going to go out there and battle every single pitch. I felt like every pitch today, everybody was ready. Even Lazardo on the mound, he was literally pitching great today. Every pitch was with intent, and it was sick. Momentum-wise, what does this series do for you guys heading into the final two weeks? Oh, I mean, it does a lot. You know, we just beat the number one team in baseball. I mean, for us, it means everything because we know if we could beat the Braves, everybody else is not a problem. How do you, for you, just to be able to step up now when it's, it's crunch time, mm-hmm. you're, you have the flair for the dramatic. You've probably been dreaming about this since Oh, yeah, since I was a kid. You know, from a kid, you always dream about being in the big moments and having the lights. Like, I was younger in my backyard, flipping up rocks, hitting it with sticks. Like, you know, like thinking about, like, Game 7 of the World Series, 3-2 count, hitting a homer. You know, you think about these things all the time. So, like, to be able to help my team to make this push to the playoffs, it means everything. I got a chance to catch up with Nick Fortes after a career-high four-hit game for Nick. Did a nice job behind the plate. Let's hear what he had to say after the win. Thank you very much, Kyle. Uh, Five runs in Milwaukee, 36 over this weekend. What has changed offensively for you guys? Honestly, it's not really much of a change. We faced some good arms over there in Milwaukee, and they got the better of us. But I think the thing that we did really well was not let it uh, deter us too much or affect our confidence. So we just came out here ready to go, uh, flushed the last series, and came prepared for this one. First career four-hit game. How does that sound, and what do you like the way you're swinging the ball right now, swinging the bat right now? Uh, it feels awesome. Uh, anytime you can get four hits in a game in the in the big leagues is a, is a pretty big accomplishment, in my opinion. So... I'm really happy uh, how today went, and hopefully I could just keep it going. Six shutout for Lazardo, another guy that bounced back in a big way. What was different about his stuff and just your approach against such a tough Atlanta Braves offense? Yeah, he was going right at him, um, getting in really good counts, um, making some really good pitches with his fastballs, um, and then making him honest with the uh, with the off speed as well. So he was just a little crisper today, putting the ball in better spots, and when he does that, I mean, you can just see what, he, what he's capable of. Last one for you. Your thoughts on Stallings ninth? Uh, he's, to be honest with you, man, he's actually not bad out there on the mound. He keep, really keeps him off balance, uh, and it's it's always a, a treat to, to see him up there. All right, great win today, Nick. Thank you very much for the time, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Kyle. Rod, back to you guys. All right, the Marlins 
continue their homestand. It's going to be game 14 of 16 straight for these guys. They open up a three-game set with the New York Mets. Edward Cabrera starts for Miami. It's going to be a 641st pitch. Folks, Lone Depot Park, Marlins Radio. However, you want to contribute, that is up to you. But this is must-see baseball right now. The Marlins are scratching and clawing. Scratching and clawing for that final National League wildcard spot. I've got Marlon Donzak at 610. Kyle and Nelly have your call at 640. Thanks for rewinding with us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by Outer Nation.